podcast of the Ted and Austin Brewers Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you guys are having a fantastic morning so far and a great Monday. It's been a uh, great weekend. We had a party for dad over the weekend, kind of like another little birthday party. had a bunch of friends over at the house, and it was a really good time. And so we thank you again for just your continued emails and support, some constant updates. I get emails all the time. I've been going through this morning of people giving me updates on what's going on in their lives and what's going on with information that they're finding across the country and their area of the country. And I really do appreciate that. That helps us all continue to not only stay connected, but apprised of what's actually happening. And I got an email on some stuff that can continually happen right now in Arizona. This by far is the most brazen, blatant, obnoxiously clear stealing theft thievery, however you want to put it, of another election. You know, Arizona, the state of Arizona, I think has about a third of the population. The entire state has about a third of the population of Florida. I think Arizona's got seven or eight million people. Florida's in like, I don't even know where we're at now, 22 million, 26 million, 25 million. I've even checked. It just keeps going up. And ironically enough, Tuesday, the day of the election, everything was already finalized and figured out. Uh, Yet Arizona, they still got another like 150,000 ballots they're still working on today, a week later. And uh, it's very, very obvious what they're doing over there. And the fraud needs to be investigated immediately. I really wish we had a true Department of Justice. Clearly, we don't. So a lot of the state levels really need to get involved in this because this is just getting – it's so blazing and brazenly obnoxious. I mean, it's kind of like, come on, guys. I mean, you, you couldn't even you couldn't even try to steal it discreetly. I mean, this has just gotten absurd. So again, something that we're continually watching now here, and that's why it's so important for everybody to continue to speak about things and talk about things that are going on and get ideas and topics out there. This is the entire reason why they're wanting to censor and say anything you bring up that they don't agree with on mainstream media or social media is essentially misinformation. You're not allowed to bring it up because, again, there's certain things you're not allowed to talk about. And there's interesting because I saw an article earlier now that's basically coming out from a lot of the major democratically controlled areas. The CDC has now begun recommending face masks indoors at all times in at least five New York counties. Canada, Australia, and Europe are all now starting to renew calls for mask mandates. Now, of course, that the midterms are kind of over, sort of over, and once they finish cheating and stealing, I guess they'll be over. And what's interesting about this is what I've told you guys before from the longest time is that one of the primary factors from a psychological standpoint of the mask were to continue to remind people to be scared of an invisible virus that has a 99.997% survival rate. Because remember, at the very beginning phases, if they never tried to force masks and nobody ever talked about masks and nobody was trying to remind you to wear masks when you walked into Lowe's and people were getting in arguments about masks and flipping out and having conniption fit meltdowns on the floor about masks, majority of people would not have thought much about COVID. It would have been another one of those, well, you know, it's like the flu. If I get it, I get it. If I don't, I don't. I'm going to keep my immune system strong, really, really hammer the vitamin C, keep my D3 levels up in my body, make sure I'm taking zinc and iodine, and just continue to live my life. But again, it's very difficult to keep people focused on a virus unless you have a constant reminder, and that's one of the primary reasons of the mask. They're now saying that these new strains, which are highly transmissible, are likely to drive an increase in cases this winter and fall, and people need to start wearing masks immediately, and they also need to get their bivalent COVID booster. 
Ah, here's what it comes down to again. They've got to remind you to wear a mask to be scared so they can scare you into getting a bivalent shot, people's fourth, fifth, sixth shot. I don't know. I can't keep up with it all the time. And it's ironic. Right behind this, at the same time, most people haven't even wanted to bring this up. Pfizer's chief financial officer boasted the other day in an article in an interview that got reported on the Daily Mail that the COVID vaccine franchise is representing a multi-billion dollar market essentially for years to come. They have now marked the COVID shot up 10,000%. The comments were made by Dave Denton during an earnings call with investors last week and reported by Daily Mail. And they're flat out telling you, the CFO stated the virus had become somewhat like the flu, but a little bit more deadly, and that the vaccines and antivirals produced by Pfizer to combat it would be relevant for many years to come. Pfizer's yearly total profits of around $80 billion from the COVID vaccines and antiviral drug sales apparently isn't enough for the company. Last month, now the pharmaceutical giant revealed they would be tripling the price of the shot to up to $130 a dose, a huge leap from the original 19 and then 30 dollar dose that the government previously paid. Experts have stated that the individual shot to cost is just $1 dollar and 18 cents to produce meaning the new price represents a ten thousand dollar or excuse me a ten thousand percent markup the markup represents another effort to meet projected revenue targets of just straight 32 billion off the covid pfizer shot alone peter market director of access to medicines medicines at public citizen said pfizer's already made obscene profits with the company having grossed $40.9 billion in 2019, $41.7 billion in 2020. However, now projected to make a $102 billion in total revenue this year. This is the reason why they're telling everybody to wear masks and get your bivalent shot. They're now stating that this is going to be a $130 a shot vaccine. That they make the cost them a dollar eighteen to produce, and those prices. Remember, the longer they produce the shot, the further the price will continue to go down. Because the more shots they make, it'll be overall inventory control as far as percentage wise. So this is why they're telling people to wear a mask and get the shot. Pfizer now is trying to turn their shot into essentially a hundred billion dollar a year cash cow for the company while at the same time people continue to get sicker and sicker and sicker and what's ironic to me about this is here's here's the funny part not funny haha but funny ironic so they're telling you this new strain is coming everybody's be scared of this new strain and uh, you need to wear your mask and get a shot to be slightly protected from the new strain, but it's not going to stop you from getting the new strain. It'll just maybe slightly lower, decrease your chances of dying from the strain. If the shot doesn't kill you, it may protect you kind of from the strain, but you can still transmit it and still contract it. The entire concept of this is so idiotic. It's laughable at the very best, but yet they're continuing to push it, continue to talk about it. And people are continuing to get it because of the brainwashing and the mind control. And that is why I've continued on the show to bring this up over and over and over again, because the only way this stuff is ousted and people start understanding it is when real people talk about real things that are happening instead of trying to pretend it, it's not happening and stick their head under the sand. Because as I've said before, 
I'm not going to pretend they didn't do what they did to us for the last two years. What they did in telling people you can't work, you can't go to a restaurant, you can't see your loved one, you can't go to the nursing home and hug your family, you can't go in and talk to your spouse as they're dying in the hospital. It's all for your safety and protection because the virus has a 99.997% survival rate. I had a buddy of mine that basically was uh, – that runs a custom truck shop, and it's funny. A bunch of people went out to Vegas for SEMA. As you know, I was out there the entire week at SEMA Auto Show, and it's funny because – all these people now have stated they've gotten COVID from SEMA out of Vegas. And I kind of laugh because I know probably about 50 to 60% of the people that are out there probably got the shot because they traveled a lot, at least the first shot. And it's ironic to me because I came back extremely healthy. Lana came back extremely healthy. My friends that stayed with us in the hotel that we had came back extremely healthy. We all take supplements. We all eat clean, and none of us got the shot. And it's ironic to me that you see the people that continually get the shot. Oh, suddenly they got COVID again, and nobody even bothers to still address the fact that the PCR test is still being used to determine whether or not you're COVID positive or not, and nobody is bringing up the fact except alternative media and shows like this that the PCR test never, not one time, has ever isolated SARS-CoV-2 on the testing. It simply tests to see if there's any viral particles, and then it tests positive. Just because it's a positive test does not mean under any circumstances there is a COVID virus in your system whatsoever. The whole thing was a complete and total sham. It still is continuing to push the fear porn. Because isn't it funny how the flu still magically just disappeared two years ago? Just disappeared. Completely and totally just disappeared. By 2020, flu didn't exist. Nothing, ever. You don't even hear about the flu hardly anymore. Yet, suddenly, COVID's the new flu, and everybody needs to wear masks and get their shots because well, Pfizer's got to hit $100 billion this year off their COVID shots. So, you know, make sure it's you do this for your safety and protection, as I say sarcastically. What do you think that about this as far as with Pfizer marking the prices up? Clearly, it's not, <laughs> not something we didn't expect. Well, that's what they always do, and of course, Pfizer's owned by BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard. It's yep. just, it's just, it's the same, it's the same thing. Circular ownership. Uh, listen to the show I did last week, uh, November the tenth, nineteen, excuse me, twenty twenty-two, November the tenth, twenty twenty-two. Because what'll happen is you'll see the entire scenario play out. This show was done before the COVID really got ramped up, before the shots started going, and I tell you in advance who's doing it and why they're doing it, and I've gotten so many compliments from that show that we aired. It was, it was, it was a tape from a couple of years ago, but the reality is it's just, it deals everything right on point. It tells you who's doing all of this because, you know, Again, like Austin said, this is about problem, action, solution. This is a Galean dialectic. COVID is the problem. The action is going to be fear. What are you going to do? And then, of course, you're going to have the shot of the mask as a solution. And, and that's what they're doing again. And, and the reason they've been able to get away with this is because of the fear. You know, and, you know, that's, cause you're going to, that's going to create the mask mandates to return back into Europe, et cetera, et cetera. And pretty soon we're going to have to have the COVID passports again to fly to Europe. And you have to wear masks on airplanes again in Europe. And that may or may not happen in the United States now because we're such blowback against it. But the reality is that they want to have more and more people go ahead and get the boosters because the boosters are going to continue to compromise the immune systems. Because remember, all these shots have an ingredient in them that downregulates the immune system to allow the immune system to produce spike proteins, which the body would never do. I personally believe that if a person got the shot and basically didn't get any booster shots, 
number one, there's a high probability they got a placebo. That's that's the fact. But number two, I think the body's immune system, because God made it so strong, would eventually be able to purge it, especially if they're Christians, because they're going to have a continual renewing of their blood and their body chemistry by the blood of the Lamb through scalar physics with Jesus. So we have all of this stuff happening at once. But the AI is going more and more into this. Remember, Trump is the one who pushed the 5G networks. He's the one who got everybody locked down and all these people started running around, picking up 5G towers. And they started popping up everywhere while we were all locked down. You guys remember that? He spent billions and billions and billions of dollars on 5G. He's the one who started Operation Warp Speed. He's the one who basically is a spokesperson for these guys. And now he's continuing to slam DeSantis and all the rest of the people he doesn't like that could be a competition to him. I mean, the guy's a sicko. I mean, he's played out. Nobody wants to listen to him anymore. He's, he's become a bore. And, and, and the sad part about it is, is that now everybody realizes he's just a big mouth bully. And he didn't get anything done. Did he get the wall done? Where's, where's, where's the border fence after four years? Mm-hmm. Yeah, part, little parts of it were done, but where's the rest of it? Where's the rest of it? How did he get rid of Obamacare? How did he not get rid of Obamacare when he controlled both the House and the Senate? You know, then we got Operation Warp Speed. Then we had a, basically you know, the red flag gun laws. It goes on and on and on. I'm not going I'm gonna, I'm to belabor all that again. You know, and we know DeSantis is, is probably just as corrupt as the rest of them. We know that. But, you, but at least he's playing the show for us again. <laughs> he's got the fiddle going. But the reality is, is that, you know, what are they going to do? Because without Jesus Christ as the center of a person's life who gets into that dog opposition of the White House and getting in there with a basically a centered Christ attitude, it's going to be very, very difficult. Remember Trump in his little interview with Billy Bush? That's not a center Christ attitude. So we need to understand that. And we also need to understand something, too. Satan knows how the story ends, but he's, he's filled with hubris. I mean, he's prideful. He doesn't think that the story has to end that way. He thinks he can change it. He's not on the present. He's in the current timeline that we're in. He doesn't have the ability to go back into time and change things like God does if he wanted to. And he doesn't have the ability to go forward in time. He doesn't have, he's, just, he's, he's in our timeline right now. And so he's seeing things as we see them, and that's why he's enlisting the help of an AI. Because remember, this, Satan is powerful. He's, he's created as an angel. He's not on the presence. He has to have AI in order to control people's minds. It's very, very understand that. And, and this AI, this programmed artificial intelligence they're going to be using through the 5G and through quantum computers, et cetera, et cetera, and through D-wave computers, it understands that human behavior because it basically has learned from human behavior. And, and that's why it continues to do what it does. That's why it's able to predict human behavior if you give certain stimuli to humans. And you got to understand this. you got to put that stimuli into the environment. The stimuli into the environment is going to be primarily fear because they want people to be scared to death about what's happening everywhere around the world because the fear is what makes you go line up for another COVID shot. And though we know they don't work, though we know they're bad, though we know they cause all kinds of problems, including myocarditis and pericarditis, though we know they're going to cause infertility and sterility in the children who are given these and adults who are given these, and they're going to cause all kinds of cardiovascular problems, including clots. The people are pushed via the fear porn, via the internet, to basically push and push and push for more and more vaccines. And so this isn't over with yet, guys. It's, just, it's what we, we understand. So the, the problem is, and here's what happens, we've talked about this so many times. They create data points, algorithms on a chart, and they see how much pushback do we get from the masks? How much pushback do we get from the fear? How much pushback do we get from the COVID vaccines? And as, until they can prove on a map, on a map and they can prove this, that they can, they're not, it's not working anymore, they're going to continue to push this narrative. And it's, and it's, very, under, it's very important that we understand that because this AI knows because of the algorithms that you can – what is going to have happen before it starts the operation. 
So if you stay here and you stand your ground, you say, no, I'm not going to do this. No, I'm not going to allow this. No, I'm not going to fall for this. Then the AI backs off and says, okay, that algorithm doesn't work. So let's try another one right now. Let's try Ukraine. And while we're doing Ukraine, let's go ahead and shut down the supply lines. Remember, the AI is controlling all of this now because of its manipulation of human beings and manipulation of these major corporations. Let's shut down the supply lines so we get people even more scared by shutting down food supplies or diesel fuel supplies or whatever. Uh, notice diesel's still available. Just thought I'd mention that to you, <laughs> like we told you guys last week. So if you know the outcome, you know how to disrupt this supply line. You can do planned disruptions. You can crumble. You can break down the, the supply line and delivery systems. And that continues to serve the fear factor. And that makes the anger factor go up, which makes people get madder and madder and madder. Because why are they getting madder and madder and madder? Because humanity is being set up right now to accept the Antichrist. Now, listen to me. This is important. Humanity is being set up to accept Lucifer as their god. He's going to be the man that's going to bring everybody back together again. He's going to be the man that's going to provide all the solutions. But there's going to be a problem with this. You know, he's not going to allow Christianity. And if you're a Christian, you continue to profess Christianity, then he's going to basically behead you or kill you or whatever's going to happen to you. Now, a lot of my friends have contacted me last week because of the show I talked about, The Rapture. And that, and I'm going to say this again. I, and I, I said it on the show, and I'm, I'm going to say it again. I'm not belittling you or being mad at you or saying negative things about you if you believe in The Rapture. I'm not. In fact, I hope you're right, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think we're going to go through part of the tribulation because the Bible says if that end time was not cut short, even the elect wouldn't survive. But quite frankly, I hope I'm wrong, and I hope you're right. So for those of you who believe in the rapture, there you go. There's my peace safety net I'm throwing out to you. But the reality is, is that we've seen it so many times. I listened to the show from, uh, you know, from November the 10th, 2022, and realized that there are other schools of thought on all this stuff. Remember what Fitzgerald said? The true sign of intelligence, of genius, is to be able to entertain two conflicting thoughts at one time and realize that you have to try to process and figure out what's going on. And I'm paraphrasing that. I read that to you last week. But this is something that's very important that we all understand. It's the AI doing this through quantum computers because he controls the algorithms. Remember the, the algorithm that's buying up the stock market? That's all part of this. It's all part of the same group that's doing all of this stuff. But they're getting – humanity is being set up so that they're going to have a savior. Because it's going to be an inversion of what Jesus was because that's going to be the Antichrist. Once they collapse economies, which we talked about shutting down the economic world engines, what's going to happen is the economic, economic world economic form is basically saying that it's basically happening right now. It's all coalescing together. And when this Antichrist is revealed, which is going to be revealed from the third temple, he's going to walk down the temple steps, declare himself God, and they're right now plans to rebuild the third temple. But the thing about this is, is the people in this world – are going to be so happy because they've been so compromised now with all the chemicals and all the drugs and all the hormones and all the shots they've had. They're going to accept this guy. The Bible says it's going to happen because he's going to give them a solution. Okay, And that's what Satan's going to do when he takes back over the planet and actually comes into rule. And, you see, and this is the problem that we have. When this happens, people all over the world are going to realize very quickly if they're Christians that they've sat around and allowed it to happen. That's why we can't do that. That's why this show will never do it. People are saying to me now since you know since Sharon has passed that I've gotten really intense as far as preaching about Jesus on the show, and they really like it. Well, I told you guys I was going to do this because the end times are literally upon us right now. They could literally build a prefabricated temple pretty doggone quick if they wanted to over in Israel and bring out the Antichrist. It could be done within a period of a couple of years. So we're really sitting here at a precipice as far as human beings are and Christianity is, trying to force us back to the old world order. And, you know – Look at the cultural degradation that we have. This is all part of what the Bible says is going to happen. 
You have what is up is down, good is bad, bad is good. It's, it's all of it. And so it's, it's what the Bible says is going to happen because God knew it was going to happen, and that's why he told us it was going to happen. But the problem with, you know, old, uh, Lucifer in the past and his, little, his henchmen, his demon buddies, and all the other things that are running around coming out of the CERN portals and have been here already, uh, they're starting to realize very quickly that, you know, they've got to close the gap as quick as they can because what's happened in the real world is that people are starting to wake up because of shows like this. You know, Dave Chappelle came in. He did a really – I don't recommend it, okay, because he uses some foul language. He took God's name in vain a couple times. He did not need to do. But he did a – it was funny, though, but I don't recommend watching it. Well, if you can handle that, watch it because it's funny because he starts talking about what happened with Kanye and how Kanye used the word, the two words you could never put together ever in the history of anywhere in media right now, the Jews. Can't use those two words. He said if you talk about Italians, it's going to be the mafia, all right? You talk about the Jews, you basically get shadow banned and get messed up and they're taken down and deplatformed. And so now he's being said by the ADL that <laughs> he's an anti-Semite because he was making fun of what Kanye was doing and putting humor to it. But, of course, Chappelle's also the same guy who started hammering the transgenders, and that was pretty funny when he did that because he was saying, well, let's look at the obvious here. This guy's pretending to be a woman and just doesn't make any sense to me. And see, this is where we run into but Wayne Allen Root, I've talked to him this morning. He wrote a really good article. I've got it posted. It says, you've been gaslighted. The Democrats just stole another election. He published this on November the 11th. And it says, when something is so obvious, the outcome makes no sense. If the outcome is literally impossible, then it is what it is. Forget proof. You know it. You saw it. You felt it. You experienced it. It happened. It's real. The 2022 midterm was just stolen like the 2020. If you disagree, you're either just delusional, <laughs> terribly naive, or brain dead, or you're in on the fix. It's time to admit that we're all part of a massive experiment in fraud, theft, brainwashing, and gaslighting to a degree never saw in world histories. Think of all the times in just the past few years you've been gaslighted. They lied to you about open borders. They lied to you about Hillary's 30,000 deleted emails. They lied about spying on Trump. They lied about the Russian collusion. They lied about a perfectly fine Ukrainian phone call. They lied about massive Biden corruption in Ukraine and China. They lied about the Hunter Biden laptop. They lied about the origins of COVID. They lied about the need for lockdowns and masks. They lied about the COVID vaccines. They lied about the vaccines being safe and effective. They lied about and covered up all of the deaths from the vaccines, and they've lied about the success of miracle drugs like hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. They lied about the stolen 2020 election. You've been the victims of nonstop severe gaslighting for a decade now, and you're all part of a human psychology experiment in the limits that government and media can go in propaganda and brainwashing while you can see they are lying right in front of your eyes. We know they're lying. They know they're lying. They know that we know they're lying, but we continue to believe the lies that they continue to tell us, but they still lie. This is kind of a loose quote from Solzhenitsyn, and we need to understand this, that these Democrats who are the communists, they, they, they've taken over everything. They've taken God out of their platform. They've realized that God has nothing to do with anything in the will of God and the word of God, according to Chuck E. Schumer, doesn't mean anything with the Congress. You know, and historically, every president in history is facing the first midterm experiences, a tough day with automatically 20 to 30 House seats lost and four, four more Senate seats lost. But this terribly unpopular President Biden is brain dead with severe dementia. And he can put, he can put, can put three coherent sentences together, yet Biden defied history. While we're facing the worst economy in modern history, the worst inflation in America's history, and out of control and open borders and failing schools, the polls show 75 percent of America's countries is going in the wrong direction. Yet Biden beat all of that. <laughs> Do you believe that Democrats made a miracle happen without cheating, rigging, and stealing? 
got a bridge to sell you over the Atlantic Ocean and the Vegas Desert. So Wayne's right. This is a really good article that he wrote. And I spoke to him this morning about the article and other things. And the reality is this. Everybody sees it, but nobody knows what to do about it because they've taken key cities, key states that are democratically controlled, and they've just rigged it. You know, and this is the same thing they did in 2020. Here in Florida now, we have election integrity laws. We don't mail mail in ballots to everybody, so they can't just show up for weeks on end afterwards. Now, that's all been stopped. You've got to show voter ID when you come in to vote. You, I mean, you got to show your, you got to sign off on everything. It's really good what we've done in Florida. And suddenly, we have a Republican wave in Florida because that's what we should have had over the entire country because nobody wants brain dead bozo running for a second term that would be Biden and actually none of the republicans really want at the highest levels you know Trump to run either because he's got himself so damaged now by his constant never ending belittling rhetoric but we're still sitting here aren't we because remember what i told you guys that nobody else wants to talk about what otto kahn said back 100 years ago he said the cabalist luciferian network that controls the media and Apparently, Dave Chappelle is trying to put it out there, and Kanye West is trying to put it out there as far as the synagogue of Satan, but they're not using those words, is in control of all of this stuff. And once you see it and you understand it, you have like an epiphany. I mean, you really do. And I've had so many people contact me now. We thought this was wrong. You were saying this was wrong. and This was wrong. We start digging into the research and looking at it, and everything you said was right. I'm like, I'm on about everything. But most of the stuff I say is right. If it's not right, I correct it. But the reality is this. We've got to stand firm in the word of God. We've got to put on the full armor of God. We've got to get on our knees. We've got to pray. We've got to continue to pray like it's all up to God and work like it's all up to us. You've got to send this talk show out to people and make them realize, hey, wait a minute. There are some of us who are awake. And some of you in your, in your letters, you, you send me at askdrtedb at yahoo.com. You say, well, I've sent this to my friends, and they're all mad at me now. <laughs> I talked to Teresa this weekend, and she said she was at a party on Saturday night. Uh, it wasn't our party. It was a party up where she lives. And it was funny. Uh, she's in another state. It, it was funny. She starts talking about how they start talking about different theories and different conspiracy things. And suddenly the party splits in two. <laughs> and about 10 o'clock, the party ended with all the people that are asleep and don't want to believe any of the truth. And the party continued until about 1 o'clock in the morning with all of her friends talking about all the stuff that we talk about on the show. That's what we have to do. We've got to wake people up. You awaken know, those sleeper from thy slumber. You've got to get awake, and you've got to tell the people to wake up. And then, hopefully, in these states where these people are doing all of this stuff, they can have arrests being done, and people can come into the doggone political scene and do things. But again, this all begins in the local elections. And I'm so sad that our county put this wretched school board member back in again, the one who was all about the mask mandates and the critical race theory and all the cultural Marxism and all the stuff. But it's sad because she did a whole bunch of stuff with handicapped children. I got I understand that that's a that's a that's a real soft spot for most people. A lot of these TV evangelists do the same thing when they run out of generating revenue for their TV shows or for their from their listeners. uh, They always pull up the. We've got a missionary going on over here in Africa, and we've got people that we're feeding that are starving to death, and please help feed the hungry. Now, I'm not saying they're not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying that a big percentage of that money is going back into the operational revenue that is required to run big organizations like that. And it's always a cash cow for them when they do that. So I have to give the girl credit. She starts working with the handicapped children. That's going to bring a lot of people into her corner, and she won the election. Because I can guarantee you this election here in Polk County was not fraudulent, even though our machines were kind of not working, which is still odd to me. But the reality is this. We've got to counter that type of rhetoric with the reality and hammer, 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 hammer 
who she is and what she believes and what she's done with critical race theory and all of the other things. It's so important to understand that we as Christians have got to be in the fight. It's a it's a fight to the finisher with this thing. And we've got to do every don't you want to have God say to you when you get to heaven, Well done, thy good and face my good and faithful servant. You fought the fight, you've run the race, and now you're here and I'm so proud of what you did down there. You know, in that world that we had you in for 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100 years, aren't you blessed that you were able to do that and you made a difference? That's what we need to hear because this AI computer system that they're putting in is the same thing they did, in my opinion, Genesis chapter 6, so that Lucifer could come in, and I've mentioned this repeatedly, and make every thought of every man evil all the time. We don't need to be endorsing this stuff. I mean, we've got 5G towers everywhere now here. <laughs> it's almost a joke. You know, it's awful. But the reality is, is that, you know, we have to stand our ground as to what these things are and do the best you possibly can to make sure you have the, the blockers on your telephones and turn off your Internet at night and just make sure you do the best you possibly can as a Christian. If have, you have to, heck, buy a Faraday net, you know, one of those bed, bed things and put it over your bed at night. You can do that, too. I can't endorse any of them because I don't really know that much about them. And you guys know of a good one. Let me know and I'll say something about it. But the reality is that we have to. And as Christians continue to put on the armor of God and stand our ground and realize that today's the day the Lord hath made, same as yesterday, and we shall be glad in it, and we shall continue to seek his will and pray to him every single day. I had a great prayer for you guys again this morning, and I appreciate you, but keep up the fight. And remember, if you give up, you're going to lose. You can't give up. You've got to fight the fight, and it's important that we all stand together as a family, especially the family of the Ted and Austin Brower show, because we love you guys. We really do. And I really, really appreciate you. You guys are amazing. Austin, what do you think of what's your next story? Uh, extremely valid point. And, you know, that's one thing that I think we have all started to grow accustomed to now. Is This is what I said a couple of years back when the whole thing that happened with Trump. I said that nobody's coming to save us. And I wasn't saying that as far as in a derogatory standpoint from, you know, being, you know, Oh, this is—it's over with. I meant that in almost an empowering standpoint, as far as when it came to politics. The only one that's saving us is God Almighty. But here on this situation, everybody's constantly had this viewpoint that oh, well, whoever gets in the presidency is going to fix everything, and we learn really quick that's not the case. And you know, I think there's definitely things on a local level that can be very, very effective in change, especially when you're starting dealing with city commissioners and county commissioners and getting stuff out of areas and governors and stuff like that. Or from a national standpoint, as we have seen now, whoever it doesn't matter who you vote for. It's whoever counts the ballots. I mean, that's been very, very clear now. And yet you don't see anyone talking about what's been going on in, you know, in Chicago and Philadelphia and you know, Memphis. Nobody wants to bring up all the violent crime that's continually going on. Everybody just wants to ignore it and act like it's not there. And what's interesting enough about it is we continually see – this constant push, this always this slight little push to try to push more and more gun control. We had, you know, our completely and totally gutless Senate go along with the last range of gun control that they wanted to put into place and continually giving ATF absolutely unjust, unfettered oversight uh, just to do whatever they want. Just, I mean, just to go in and just start changing stuff, saying this, this is our opinion, we're going to ban this, we're going to ban that, oh, those are braces. And what's funny about it is if anybody – has shown that gun laws don't work. It's been all the democratically controlled cities. I had a video that my brother sent me last night, and it was on the streets of downtown Philadelphia, downtown, in the thick of it, in the really, really hardcore crime-ridden downtown area. And 
the caption was just another night in Philadelphia. And you hear about two or three rounds pop off. Then you hear somebody unload about eight or nine rounds consecutively. Then you hear a very, very blatantly obvious machine gun. I mean, rattle off the whole mag and a couple cyclical burst. Then somebody else returns fire. This is downtown Philadelphia last night or a couple nights ago. And what's interesting about this is, is that nobody wants to address, oh, they banned newly manufactured machine guns in 1986 through the Firearm Protection Act. You can't go buy new machine guns now legally unless they're pre-86, which has pushed them into the $20,000, dollars $100,000 range for some machine guns. It's outrageously priced. So you know these gang members aren't going out and buying those. These are all illegal machine guns they're shooting each other with. Chicago had another 27 people shot just over this weekend right here that we just got through. Yet we're not going to talk about that at all because, well, it's Chicago and they have extremely strict gun laws in Illinois. This is the hypocrisy that knows no bounds and why it is so expensive or why it is so extensive and why you have to get your mental ammunition, so to speak, primed up when you start talking to people and waking people up. Because you talk to some people and they just come up with the dumbest, unfactual just rhetoric. You hear them talking like, what are you even talking about? This doesn't make sense what you're saying. And it's because they've continually been brainwashed. There, now there's a reason why they continually are trying to get people to sign up for TV shows and sign up for all these different apps and all these different streaming devices and constantly trying to sell you all this stuff to get you back watching television again. 90, I would say probably 95 to 96% of the stuff that's on the streaming apps is all controlled theater. Well, I mean, it's obviously theater, but it's all designed to control your mindset in a different direction, the direction they want you to go. This is why Netflix has been started with all these productions. This is why you see a lot of these shows, these older movies, these older shows that were really good movies, you can't find them anymore. I mean, look like the Swiss Family Robinson, older stuff like that. You know, that's like a, a relic film anymore. I remember when Disney had it on, I think, Disney Plus, when the only place it was on, they had this big disclaimer on the front page of it when it first came out. We do not agree with everything in this film. This is an older film done at a different time. We hope it doesn't offend anybody. We've left it. It's intact for, you know, historical purposes. You're like, really? You got to put that on the front disclaimer of Swiss Family Robinson? Yet you have drag show story hours that's totally family friendly. And I say that with complete sarcasm. That's totally fine. No disclaimer there. Bring your children to watch grown men dress her up in, you know, lingerie. But Swiss Family Robinson, where the first thing they do is get on the beach and pray. And the first thing they do on the ship is load up the armaments. Oh, that's no, 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 no. You can't. No, that, that, that's bad movie. Bad movie. Bad, 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 bad. Can't talk about that. This is why I've told people before I've always been a big proponent of. If I find a movie at the pawn shop or somewhere with a DVD and it's a really good film, it's an older film, I'll always buy it. Because I can tell you right now, over the next 10 to 20 years, the way the streaming services has happened and the way these companies have become so completely and totally militant against anything conservative, anything freedom, anything firearm, anything Christian, you watch and see over the next 10 to 20 years, there will be no decent movies left. Everything will be the new Hollywood norm woke garbage that nobody wants to see right now on the big screen. So all these films that keep coming out right now could totally flop. I mean, flop, 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 all of them flop, left and right, left and right, just flopping all over the place. And it's because nobody wants to go pay money to see this filth anymore. And But they're doing it slowly, guys. We're in 2022 right now. Look at how far everything has changed from 2012. And we started the show in 2015. 
And it, shoot, it feels like it was a different world in 2015. <laughs> you think what's going to happen by 2030, their agenda, what's going on? If people don't continue to speak up, if people don't continue to be vocal, if people don't continue to raise little Americans, that's why it's so important. I told one of my friends that the other day. We were talking about it, and I said there's a reason why I don't have my kids. My kids don't have iPads and cell phones, so they don't they don't need it. I said, why, why does my kid have to be entertained by a little gadget device and watch YouTube trash or watch video game stuff while we're sitting at dinner eating? Every time we go there, the first thing they're excited about is getting the placemats with the crayons that you can still color on that a lot of restaurants still have because of a demand that I try to make sure is still there. Pretty soon – there's not going to be crayons and placemats anymore for the kids when you go out to eat dinner anywhere. There won't be. I promise you guys that. They'll have little digital devices that they can play on and little you know, iPads that they'll loan the children to play on. I mark my word that will be next at restaurants. They're not going to have placemats and crayons. There's no demand for them because – They don't want children to have any type of reasoning skills. They don't want to have kids to go in and actually learn how to play tic-tac-toe when they're three or four years old or color or build or draw. They don't want any of that. They want kids to be mindless morons that literally sit and stare at video screens all day long. Why do you think they've switched all the schooling to iPads in the school systems now? They're training the children to get used to that, and I get it. Back in the day, carrying a backpack with six, seven, eight, nine books in it wasn't probably good for your posture and was pretty ridiculous as far as trying to keep up with all the books. But I do have to say, switching everything over to one iPad controls your entire school platform. There's side effects and ramifications to that as well, and there's been no middle ground on that whatsoever. That's why, though. That way you can go in. It's very easy to change books. It's very easy to change sentences. very easy to change paragraphs with new additions on books if everything's digital. You can go in and literally do digital book burning, and nobody even knows it happens anymore. You just come up with new versions, and all of a sudden everything's edited, everything's changed. So important to continue to raise your kids and bring them up under truth, under real things that are happening, to have reasoning skills. To go in and say, okay, this this is fluid reasoning right now. Why is this going on right now? This morning, my son, I had told him a couple days ago, I said, I got a lift pump outside still with swamp waters. I'm fighting with the city right now. I'm shooting it back to a retention pond. Then I had the lift pump outside on the side of the house, wherever the side of the house, and I told him the other day. I said, I'm going to have the lift pump on and off depending on what's going on. I said, sometimes the float gets stuck on it. I said, at any point in time, if you hear this thing gurgling and spitting and spewing and it sounds weird, I said, make sure you come and tell me immediately over the next couple days. This, sure enough, I'm in the bathroom this morning. I'm getting ready at like 7.30. He comes busting the door. He's like, Dad, the lift pump sounds weird. Do you want me to unplug it right now? I said, go unplug it right now. He runs outside, unplugs it, comes back in. He's like, dude, it's done. And I said, wow, 7.30 in the morning, on point, outside, already, looking at what's going on. I said, I appreciate that. Thank you. And I really, really built him up over it. That's the reasoning skills that you want to be producing in your four, five, and six-year-olds where something happens. They immediately go, okay, I know I've been taught this. I need to do something about this right now. Immediate response. This is the only way to maintain a constitutional republic. This pathetic generation that we have now, all they want to do is sit on this this new TikTok platform and make these moronic, most asinine videos I've ever had sent to me in my entire life. And this is what the new social media is, and all these kids, oh, I've got 500,000 followers on TikTok because I, I lip sync and look like an idiot online. And I'm like, do you have no dignity? 
Well, yeah, of course. They don't care because they want to get the hits and the dopamine trigger. And what's interesting, I read an article about it the other day. I found this out. Remember, China built TikTok. They are the ones that actually developed the TikTok platform. The TikTok platform in China is completely different of what it is in the United States. In TikTok, the app times out after 45 minutes. In China, you're only allowed to use the app for 45 minutes for the entire day. You cannot be on it all day at all. They said the average time now for the teenager on TikTok here in the United States is seven hours a day. That is the average time spent on TikTok every day is seven hours a day. Guys, when I heard those numbers, I went, that's that's over a quarter of your day. What, What are you doing? It's just bubblegum for the brain, and that's the point. It's, and it is full, by the way, of every type of monitoring you can do from bio, 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 from bio as far as biological stuff where they're looking at facial recognition, they're looking at keystrokes, they're looking at searches, they're looking at what you stop on, what you scroll on, what you click on, what you like. It's doing a full data log of everything you do, and Dad nailed it on the head earlier today. This is why it's so important to be very cautious of what you use and what you post and what you look at on social media, much less how much time you're on it. Because these algorithms that they're using right now, that's exactly right. Majority of the stuff you see, you hear, you watch on television, it's all based on algorithms from AI. AI is so vast for what everybody realizes it is right now. They've been doing this for the last 10 years now as far as data logging and algorithming everything. They know what people are okay with. They know what people are distracted by. They know what people are upset about. They know what people are not okay with. That's why I've told you before, if you're going to use social media, at the very least, when you see stuff that's very prevalent, promote it, hashtag, comment on it, push it. If it's something that's real, you know it's real truth and it's not some you know, basically psyop. Because the more hits it gets, it shows on the algorithm spreadsheet. When it comes up, it says, oh, well – Statistical probability on this right now, there's a 60% outcome. People are not going to go along with what the next phase is going to be because of XXXXX, all these different algorithm data points. They're so going to say, no, there's too many hashtags on this. There's way too many people that have liked, you know, stolen election, election fraud. You've got millions of people that are hashtagging this right now. People realize what's happening. we got to calm down on the rhetoric right now. Use it as a tool, not a crutch, because I can tell you right now, they are very much using it as a tool, and they're using it very specifically to control the outlook, the outcome, and the mindset, especially of the younger generation. That's at least my opinions and my thought from my own research. You take it for what it is, but I want to get that out there this morning because I've seen so much stuff in the last couple days that's very telling on what they're trying to do and what they're trying to get people to used to, especially with this absolutely moronic election over in Arizona right now that they're trying to pretend they're still counting ballots that have been coming in for the last week now. We had mail-in ballots that were late. We got another 220,000 mail-in ballots that came in suddenly. And I'm like, guys, come on. State of Arizona, we're not this big. That state is not that big. You guys can't handle a midterm election right now. Give me a break. What do you think, Deb? Well, when I used to watch TV, <laughs> it's a long time ago now. My my forty foot antenna fell down on the last hurricane, which is nice because that was when I was still watching TV with like once a year. I used to watch you know certain game shows and talk shows and you know celebrity shows and not very often, but you know we used to watch things like you know America's Got Talent or whatever. And I haven't watched that in a long time now, and it's interesting how they could come in and count you know. 30 million ballots in like three minutes. <laughs> they go to commercial break with so-and-so won. And how, you know, Arizona can't count them because they're mailing all these people. Everybody gets this mail-in ballot and so they get able to get all this fraud. 
And uh, that happened in Florida, too, if you guys remember back in 2018. You know, with Gillum and and just DeSantis, and we had we were all of a sudden there were like boxes and boxes of ballots just showing up, you know, in the bottom of a, you know, boat or in the middle of a gator's gut or whatever. Yep. It, was, it was stupid. <laughs> it was just stupid, you know, with Gillum and DeSantis. And and the crappiest thing about all of that was that people just continued to count them. And finally, I don't know what happened, but Gillum conceded. Some of us have found out he liked to have mess and he liked to go to gay orgies, et cetera, et cetera. And he just kind of backed out. And DeSantis won. But there's really a high probability that, you know, had we not had that happen as far as Gillum, you know, conceding that DeSantis wouldn't have won and we'd have been locked down by another communist weirdo with Gillum. And he's, of course, his career in politics is completely over after they found him naked in an orgy with a bunch of guys. I mean, just some sorry about that, guys. I probably shouldn't even talk about that stuff because we got kids listening to the show, but it's sick. It's perversion is all it is. And we need, and we need to understand who these people are and what they believe and how they continue to believe this stuff. Now, there's several things I want to talk about real quick. You know, we've got a lot of things happening here from a standpoint with Pfizer, and we need to take a look at this company again because this is like one of the that's like a tip of the spear. You know, we're starting to see now that you know we got a, the worst is yet to come with what's going to happen with our immune system for people that have been vaccinated. As COVID spike proteins are going to slowly take a toll on the entire endocrine system, and, and basically, uh, experts are now warning of a massive rise in hormone-related diseases. Dr. Flavio Candinia. A Brazilian endocrinologist suspects that the worst is going to yet happen. The endocrine system, colloquially known as the hormone system, is critical for our health. It regulates growth and development and mood and metabolism, reproduction and immunity, and functions other organs to the secretion of hormones. Hormones are one of the three biggest messengers of the body compared to two other messengers, the neurotransmitters and the cytokines. And hormones are slowly, slower in responding and have systematic functions across the body rather than localized actions. Now, here's the problem with this depletion of hormone reserves. Endocrine pathologies can take longer to develop, become apparent because endocrine glands have reserves according to Caldini. What we're going to see in the future for endocrine diseases is a little bit different than other fields because glands have reserves and the decrease of the reserves will not be clinically seen right now, but it will be in the future. Therefore, affected individuals may be slow with no symptoms until their reserves have been depleted. Caldini said that most of his concern for the future is speculative and based on his own clinical observations. But since the pandemic and the administration of the COVID-19 began, they've been increasing the reports of complicated endocrine pathologies. Hormones regulate the entire body, so once the reserves are depleted, underlying endocrine pathologies are masked. There are many cases of system deregulation. And this is going to happen with the hypothalamus, the pituitary glands, all of this stuff. And when that starts happening, you're going to have all kinds of diseases that are going to affect all kinds of people <clears throat> all over the country. It's going to also massively increase autoimmune diseases. And we're going to see it with the pituitary glands. We're going to see the body's inability to regulate its own self, causing all types of other problems as far as for infertility, et cetera, and also with mood swings as far as what's going to happen as far as people's attitudes and depression problems. Then we're going to have adrenal gland problems. And all these things are going to be directly affected because of the spike proteins. Because remember, I've talked to you guys about this before. The body has reserve energy. That's what he's talking about here. The reserve energy basically comes in and supports the body in times of famine. Or supports the body if it doesn't get enough nutrients. It supports the body with all the things that the body needs to do. That's why I tell you guys, you can't cut cholesterol out of your diet. Your cholesterol does not need to be under 100. You can't produce hormones and, and testosterone to maintain libido and a sex drive with cholesterol under 100 very easily. You can't do it. It just doesn't happen because you can't produce testosterone. You can't produce estrogen. All these things happen when you get your cholesterol way down. But what's the biggest drug they push nowadays except for the, the shot is basically the, 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 you know, the statin drugs. Cause all kinds of liver problems. They cause unbelievable problems with diabetes. I mean, on and on and on. 
these problems are associated with statin drugs. In fact, it's one of the top 10 drugs that I wrote in our last book that Sharon and I put out together, Breakthrough Health, that you never put in your body. And I give you like a little, literally a page and a half of side effects of statin drugs in that book. But people still take statin drugs. You know, if you, I, my personal belief is this. If your cholesterol is under 300, that's what it used to be normal, by the way, if it's 300, don't worry about it. It, it, don't worry about it. If, now, if it starts going over 300, you know, cut back a little bit on your diet. Start drinking more water. Start taking more fish oil. Start you know, getting rid of some of the saturated fats. Cut back on the butter. But I still have a full tablespoon of butter every day when I cook my eggs in them. I put a little bit of olive oil in the pan. I put a tablespoon of butter in there. Put three eggs in there. That's my breakfast literally every day because it stabilizes my blood sugar. Very, very important that you eat clean foods on a regular basis. Another, another study came out basically and said that adult-onset diabetes is primarily caused from syndrome X, which is true. Your body starts creating more and more and more insulin, but it can't utilize it properly. It can't break down the foods like it needs to as far as the sugars, but it starts keeps, continues to store things as fat. The best way to handle syndrome X, you can use our cinnamon extract. There's a whole bunch of other really good blood sugar products we have at Health Masters. But the reality is the best thing is the food that you eat. Stay with low glycemic foods. Don't be eating candy. Don't be eating sugar. You know, stay with vegetables and chicken and fish and beef. And don't eat a bunch of things like desserts all the time. My, my daughter made me a really nice German chocolate cake for my birthday this past weekend, right, for Saturday at the party. And I had, a, I had one bite. One bite, that's all I had. And that had sugar in it. That's why if she had used monk fruit, I probably had a little bit more. Plus, it was chocolate. And I didn't want to eat it at 8 o'clock at night and stay away. But, you know, I don't eat that stuff very often. But I did have a bite because my daughter was so nice as to make it for me. That was Alexis. I, you know, she's doing wonderfully. And so the reality is this. If we do what we're supposed to do as far as our diet, our body and our immune systems will take care of themselves. If not, you come down with syndrome X, you come down with diabetes. Now you insulin, we're putting even more insulin into your body, and insulin is a salt. It, it wrecks the cardiovascular system. You've got to control insulin as best as you possibly can, and that's with a low glycemic diet. You eat a broad variety of vegetables on a regular basis. Eat small meals throughout the day. Don't spike your blood sugar eating you know, 3,000 calories in one meal and make your body produce more insulin to soar all that as fat. Eat like 300, two to 300 calorie meals, you know, six, eight times a day, depending on your body weight. He said, well, that's a lot of work. It takes a lot of time. Well, it does take a lot of work. That's why I pre-prepare the food. My chicken's already cooked. My vegetables are already cooked. I just put them in a pan, heat them up. It literally takes three minutes, and I'm done. That's the way you stay lean. That's the way you keep your body fat down. That's how you keep your insulin down, and that's how you maintain your health. It's really, really important that everybody understands that because this insulin is a bad product. It's, it really is as far as in excess like it is in the body with syndrome X. And now, and now they're coming out with more hype. They're saying that we're going to have a, a triple pandemic coming up this, 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 this winter. It says the mainstream media is warning us triple pandemic this winter and what's really behind the hype. Well, it's, what's really behind the hype is they're trying to get more and more people, like we said earlier in the show, to take more and more and more of these spike protein injections and create more and more problems. I told you this two years ago when they, I told you they're going to come out with a vaccine on this thing. And I said, the vaccine is going to be the biggest problem that we have. It's going to kill more people than the COVID ever killed, but it's going to be very stealth. They're not going to ever attribute the doggone deaths in the mainstream media to the vaccine because that will indict them as far as from a criminal standpoint, and they're never going to do that. So we're going to have massive increases in death, and no one will know why. It'd be the mystery death of people dying in their sleep in the middle of the night. You know, Australia has said there's been a 70% drop now in births in their country after the COVID vaccine, nine months after the vaccine's been released. Why is that? Because these people are being sterilized all over the world, and we'll see it happen very, very, very quickly. Guys, I love you. I appreciate you. Keep your hearts and minds in Jesus. Remember, he's, gonna, he's got this. 
God is not in a vacuum. He is here. He's always here. He's the Alpha. He's the Omega. He's the beginning. He's the end. None of this is taking him by surprise. He warned you this was going to happen in the Bible. He told you what was going to happen. We just have to stay here and pay attention to what he's doing for us now and always stand firm in the faith and always continue to pray and love Jesus. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Austin, go ahead and finish it up. Oh, you're exactly right. And I mean, and remember, always remember that even the own study from the CDC came out and they showed that almost 80% of the people that were hospitalized for COVID, this was back in the 2020 phase, 2021 phase, were overweight or obese. It was like 78%. There's a reason why. The body is already overloaded with excess body fat, extreme, and it's trying to already deal with the pancreas and the liver and the kidneys and the immune system, and you have all these toxins in your body. It's very difficult to fight off a very aggressive virus that you may get exposed to because remember – the colon is basically the waste byproduct of the body that gets rid of the waste. If the colon gets backed up and you're eating constant trash, constant food, and you're not properly getting rid of them, the body gets full of toxins in the liver and the kidneys and the skin. And everything's got to deal with expelling those toxins. That's why it's so important to keep your digestive tract in shape, keep your immune system strong with the vitamin C, D3, and zinc, and keep your body weight under control the best you can. And I get it. There's a lot of stuff. There's been many a times when I've been you know, eating a bunch of food that I should be i'm telling you that right now and i'm like oh man get on the scales I'm training hard i'm like well i just got to train a little bit harder and i got to eat a little bit cleaner and you bring it right back down done that many a times and this is what happens when you're on point with what's happening with your body you have to constantly keep an eye and constantly keep track of what's happening in your body it's always changing especially depending on what you're eating what you're doing stress water intake food intake sleep all those factors constantly change and you'll notice that's why usually the body is on about a two-week delay you'll notice what you start doing right now you start eating really clean right now you start getting in the gym and training right now in about two weeks you'll notice you start to feel really really good you start hammering the b vitamins and the ultimate multiple and the magnesium brain food you start exercising three four five times a week you start eating clean you'll notice in about two weeks you're going to be like Man, I got a lot of energy. These B vitamins, these you know, these ultimate multiples, magnesium, all this energy that I'm basically getting out in the gym and allowing my body to rejuvenate itself and repair itself. It's very, very crucial. That's why a lot of people earlier were asking me about the magnesium brain food a couple weeks ago, and I said, you know what? I haven't done a big sale on it for a while, so I just put it on November Super Flash Sale this month. Magnesium brain food powder. On sale for over 10% off on the front page right now because that product is so good for mental acuity. And right now, everybody needs it all they can get because there's a lot of stress. There's a lot going on. And as we continue to drive forward, we're not going to stop time. Nothing's changing. Everybody's got 24 hours in a day. We've got the same time every single day. Nothing changes as far as with time. We're on this ride. We're on this roller coaster. Whether or not you wanted to be on it or not, we're on this time frame, timeline. So again, make the best out of it as you can. Spend your hours wisely. Spend your time wisely. Set goals for what you need to do, whether it be financial, whether it be family, whether it be health. Set goals. If you, if you give somebody a set of darts and they're fairly decent at setting darts, you said, hey, here's the scoreboard. Boom. They can nail pretty good. You put a blindfold on somebody, spin them around five times, you say, okay, hit your dart now. You're going to have a hard time hitting. You probably start throwing them across the room. That's why it's so important to set your goals. Also, too, in other news, I want to bring this up because I had a very good friend that just sent me this this morning. There is a 
big problem that's starting to happen now in Atlanta, and it's been going on in multiple other cities. And this just happened to him last night, and he was blessed that he was able to get out of the situation. They were traveling back from North Carolina. They were coming through Atlanta at about 4 a.m. this morning. They had two vehicles that got behind him. He was in a convoy, though. The other truck was trailing back. It was on another Dodge Ram. He was in a Ford SUV. Two vehicles got behind him, a car and a white SUV. The car ran into him intentionally at a red light, blew his back window out. One of the people proceeded to get out of the car. He saw the other SUV was going to come in and barricade it. Well, his friend in the Dodge Ram came in and basically tried to block them off. They all got back in their car, and they took off in their vehicle, their car, and their Tahoe, hit and run. However, if you look at the news feeds that are going on right now, this is a very, very common problem that's happening. They're basically calling it police warn of bump and robs. They're bumping into people. You're pulling over. They jump out. They carjack you. They take your cell phone. They take the car. Everybody runs off in a three-car convoy, and you basically are stuck standing there with no cell phone, no vehicle, no wallet at 5 a.m. This is becoming very, very common, and not many people are talking about it. Be very, very cautious if you're traveling in the early hours of the morning. Make sure you're traveling with multiple people if you can. Make sure you're traveling armed. Look at your state laws as far as what that entails, and by all means, if an accident occurs, do not be shy about calling law enforcement immediately and continuing to drive until you get to a safe, well-lit area where somebody is at. That can be very difficult at 4 or 5 a.m., but I want to bring that up because this is not going to be a random thing that's happening. It's going to become more prevalent. Law enforcement engagements are very thin as far as their activity at 3, 4, 5 in the morning. These criminals know this. So by all means, stay strong, stay ready, stay prepared. If you need anything, healthmasters.com. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. We'll talk to you again on this show as always. 